I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, how did we feel about Time and the Rani, the first ever Sylvester McCoy story? Um, uh, fitting that we watch this for Peter, uh, other Peter, not crazy Peter with his text messages, um, because Peter is our latest addition to the Patreon family. Welcome, Peter. He is a theoretician, so he will be putting up with me watching Resident Alien uh, in bonus episodes. Plus, you get to hear the sweary versions of other Peter's text message um, uh, <laughs> text alongs, which there will be one in the next episode. He has watched Time Flight. Um, and, uh, I'm sure he has some thoughts, uh, they're probably not savoury. Um, so, but anyway, this episode we're talking about time in the Rani and maybe a little bit about time flight because, so yeah, we watched this cause Peter was remembering other Peter, new, new Patreon Peter, um, <laughs> who, uh, was remembering watching these, uh, on the afternoon show at 5.30, uh, on the ABC with, um... Was it James Valentine or Michael Tunn at that point? I don't even remember. So long ago. Um, it was the the late 80s. Uh, but yeah, I look, I have to say, I hated this when I first saw it, of course, as did every Doctor Who fan in the world, um, except the young ones who are totally into Sylvester McCoy. Um, I thought he was too much of a buffoon and carrying on. By the end of this these four episodes, though, I feel like by the fourth episode, he's actually kind of discovered the way to play the Doctor or the way he should be playing the Doctor. And it feels it feels better. Um, it's the the quarry weirdly looks amazing, uh, I guess, because they're using the outside broadcast cameras. They're a bit more lightweight than, I guess, film cameras and they don't have to do so many crazy setups so they can... It, it actually looks a lot more dynamic than the last time they used a quarry. Um, also, way more dynamic than Time Flight, where everyone was standing around, you know, what should have been a quarry instead were some polystyrene rocks in the studio. Like, it was... It was not okay. Um, it looked terrible. And, and weirdly, like, the... 
you know, in Time Flight, we had two episodes of an evil Time Lord dressed up as someone else in a very difficult way for no good reason. At least here, when the Rani dresses up as Mel for two whole episodes, like, it's because she's got a plan. It's a terrible plan. (laughs) A terrible plan. Like, just, yeah. (laughs) Just ask the Doctor for help. Like, you don't have to trick him into it. I guess that's one reason. Another reason she's evil on her uh, checklist of evil things that the Rani does. We've got pollution. She refuses to use the biodegradable material. Um, We've got slavery. She won't kill the people in the leisure centre because she was going to turn them into a labour force at some point. Uh, And we've also got deception. Um, She pretends to be Mel. I mean, realistically... Just on on the whiteboard of uh, fun things to put in this episode, having Kate O'Mara pretend to be Bonnie Langford for two episodes is a hysterical idea. Um, mainly because, you know, Bonnie Langford was kind of a known quantity. Uh, Bonnie Langford, who plays Mel, was, you know, she was a child star in, in the UK and everyone kind of knew her. She was precocious and this is kind of like one of her first adult roles. I mean, I don't know if you could call screaming around a quarry and getting pounced around at a disco ball um, <laughs> an adult role, but, you know, uh, which is why she's a little bit theatrical and pantomime because that's what she's used to. She's used to being this over-the-top child actor. And i got to say, she's gotten, she's gotten better with age. Um, I mean, she still does a lot of musical theatre. Like, she's done Chicago, and I think she was in 9 to 5 for a long time. Um and yeah, she's she's a big name on the stage. But she did a run in EastEnders where she was great, uh, you know. And she's been really good in the big Finnish stories, like kind of redeeming Mel a little bit, kind of giving her, you know, finally using a computer. Although, as Bonnie Langford herself says, she had no idea what was going on with computers. Like that was all very confusing for her. Um, but yeah, I. I actually weirdly enjoy this more than I thought I would. My, like, it, it seems oddly coherent. Um, the weird, the ankle bracelet thing seems a bit bizarre. Uh, to Like, there's already a deadly ball full of deadly bugs. Um, and then to, like, just bring in the ankle bracelet thing in the last episode. Like, if they'd brought that in a bit earlier or if they'd already been there, the ankle bracelets maybe... It would have felt alright. Like there are a hundred. The Rani has erected a hundred ways to die on this planet. Like I can see why these people are indolent. Like their planet doesn't have much going on. Like there's no there's no death threats. Like she's introduced three of them, <laughs> three of the most deadly things on uh, the planet of Lakersha, uh introduced by the Rani. She's like really, really evil. Like she's ticking all the evil boxes. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I, I just don't know why they had to bring the ankle bracelets in at the end. I get that they were needed to blow up the brain, and also to trick the Rani into blowing up her own giant brain that she'd created out of all the brains of the geniuses. But surely unplugging the geniuses would have destroyed that brain anyway, because pulling the doctor out meant he was no longer in the brain. So, I, I mean, yeah. It all felt a bit weird. <laughs> then Baez wouldn't have to get blown up. I guess blowing up the entire compound means the Rani's plans are completely kiboshed. Like, even if she disappears in her Tata, she can't come back in six minutes and re-erect the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's... 
there's some there's some odd things in it, but I I kind of liked it. Like with um, Terror of the Verfoids, uh, I feel like it's it's kind of fun and straightforward, and the science sounds like it means something, but it's it's fine that it doesn't. As opposed to Time Flight, which was just like it was so cluttered with weird bits of business. I don't remember the story actually making any sense. Like I don't remember why. Like, it was just like they got sucked down a time corridor because the master was stuck and then they left. Like, when that's all I can really work out from that story. Whereas this one, it's like the Rani's going to make something awful out of this planet, this entire planet, which is, you know, they're big stakes. Like, it's a big conceptual thing to turn an entire planet into a time manipulator. Um, and, you know, the Daleks did a similar thing at the end of the fourth season uh with their weird pulling all the planets into weird alignment. Um that is still one of my favorites, that that double episode. I was just a bit annoyed at the fake out with the the regeneration. Oh my god, should we watch that next? Cause the Rani's just tried to make a time manipulator out of a whole planet. So let's see the Daleks using a bunch of planets to turn <laughs> <laughs> to create some sort of death particle or whatever they were making, which is, you know, no, the death particles from the timeless children. Um, <laughs> all right, that's going to be the next one we watch after Peter in, entertains us with his uh, time flight malarkey. Uh, <laughs> by the way, if you have any thoughts or theories about time flight, about time in the Rani, um, uh, I feel like the third episode should be another one with time in the title, but let's not go crackers. Uh, <laughs> I would love to hear from you uh, at Adam Richard on Instagram and Twitter and fabulous Adam Richard on Facebook. You can email me, of course, theory at adamrichard.com.au or you can send me a message via Patreon and uh, you can sign up for the theorist or theoretician tiers at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard, become a patron of the podcast and you will get all of a week's episodes in one sitting. You can have a little binge once a week. Um, and also you get bonus episodes where I'm watching Resident Alien with Alan Tudyk, uh, which is a, a doctor police sci-fi show. You know, it's basically my version of The Good Wife meets Grace Anatomy in space. It's none of those things. Uh- <laughs> But I've been enjoying it nonetheless. Uh, all right, next episode, we're going to watch... this. Is it The Stolen Earth? I don't know. It's the two-part finale. Um, I think it's The Stolen Earth, the first one. I, I could be wrong. I'm, I don't have my little book that tells me what the episode titles are in front of me. <laughs> I used to know them all off by heart. Like, when I was a kid, I could name for you every single Doctor Who episode. And I probably still could for the original series. But the new ones, they keep making them. My brain just is not feeling... It's it's either full or decaying. All right, next episode, Peter's potentially putrid a recap of Time Flight. Um, and then the, we're going to move on with David Tennant and Catherine Tate in the big season four finale. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.